What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? I'm really a little bit speechless today, and I'll tell you why. My guest in studio today, I was actually a little nervous. I was talking to a friend. I'm like, I'm a little nervous <laughs> rolling in today. Um, uh, maybe it's just gas. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> but it's just, it was a little bit. So, and I'll tell you why here in a little bit. But thank you so much for tuning in today. Every week, the guests keep getting bigger. But our past guests have been phenomenal. Each show brings something different to the table for you, the viewer, to get inspired. You know, I say it every single week. This show is to get you off your damn couch and make life happen. And each guest brings something different. Last week's guest, Kyle Rara. I mean, if you didn't get choked up at Kyle's story, I, I don't know. You better check for a pulse. That's all I'm really saying because I got choked up. I, I known, I've known the dude two years and his story just whew, boom, boom. It was amazing. Truly amazing. So make sure to check out some of our past shows because each one brings something different. If one doesn't hit home, hit right here. You know, check out the next one because each guest is bringing something different to the table. Something that's going to fire you up to get you motivated to get up off your couch. But thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in today. You know, I got some news last week and I was blown away. Did you know there are 195 countries in the world? I didn't know that. 195 countries in the world. This show, the drop-in from NRM Studios, is heard in 29 of those. 29 countries! People are tuned in to the drop-in. So thank you. Thank you very much. Let's continue to share the positivity and make it go viral. We cannot do this show without our awesome sponsors. And Play at the Plate is really phenomenal. I mean, if you're into baseball, if you, especially if you're a traditionalist, if you're into the, the real old school, getting back to the history, to the roots of the game, check out Play at the Plate. They offer you an, a unique experience in a very historic setting. Would you like to play some baseball? Do you still dream of playing on a major league field, experiencing the magic of places like Field of Dreams? For 15 years, Play at the Plate has been making dreams come true. Play at the Plate offers you the chance to play ball. Join us for a lifetime experience. Go to playattheplate.org or call Scott Green at 631-255-4475. That's 631-255-4475. Yes, call Scott Green. If baseball is your thing, make sure to give Scott a call because they are a huge reason. We get to still do this show in 29 countries and continue to grow. The goal is to hit all 195. I want to be big in Liechtenstein. I just want 1% of the pie. 1% of the pie, that's all. And Liechtenstein's pretty cool because he's a little guy. So anyway, um, thank you very much for tuning in. Make sure to share this with as many people as you possibly can because because we have enough negativity in the world, man. We have enough negativity in the world. You can watch the news, watch your, if your Facebook feed is filled up with negativity, you're, you're following the wrong people because mine is all positivity all the time. So check it out. Let's make it go viral. So let's get to the subject at hand. My guest today, uh, 
you know, I meet people in very interesting ways. And I happened to be at a Euchre tournament for the Rotary Club. And I met a gentleman named Steve Ailes. And we started talking and just getting to know each other a little bit. And when I told him about the things that I was doing, he said, you have to meet somebody. I have somebody you have to meet. Those were his exact words. You have to meet him. Not, I think you guys might get along. Not maybe. Not this. You have to meet him. And so... I initially had a two-hour conversation or so. Maybe it was an hour, two hours. It, it, it was it was an extensive conversation to get to know each other, and and we really like hit it off in a weird kind of way. Almost, it was strange. It was a different kind of conversation for me, but I knew this was somebody I wanted to get to know. And so Michael and I continued our relationship a little bit. We've worked together on a project for the last few months and got to know each other a little bit more. And it has really been unreal. This guy, he grew up downriver like I did. We have some commonalities, you know. He, he played uh, music for a while, and then, like, his career is phenomenal. Phenomenal. He has spoke... All over the world, all over the planet. 29 countries. 29, more than that, probably. <laughs> it's, I, 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 you know, I'm not even gonna, let's, let's bring Michael on because today's show, if you are in a presentation, and everything is a presentation, everything is a presentation. If you're into sales, if you are into, I mean, inspiring, influencing like I am. This is your guy. He takes you to the next level. You think you're here, and then you talk to him, work with him, and you, you're you here. Here. You can't even see my hand on the camera, because that's where you end up being. The best in the business, Michelangelo Caruso, is here in studio, and I want to... It is, it is a huge honor to introduce you, the drop-in audience, to Michelangelo Caruso. Michael, thank you so much for coming in the studio today. My honor, Gerald. Nice to see you, baby. Yeah, well, I appreciate you taking the time. You know, we've been friends just a few months, and you've been all over the country. Where was the last place you, you got to visit? I was in Lebanon in May. I was in Germany in June. And uh, you're right, man. It's a big, beautiful world out there. There are a lot of people that need our help. Everything is a presentation. Let's get people amped up on speaking to each other and listening to each other. Maybe that's even more important. You know, a lot of people introduce me as a, as a good speaker, but I'm also a pretty good listener. Nobody ever mentions that. Well, you have to be. You yeah. know, you have to be, especially right. with, with what you do. You know, you get to walk into Fortune 500 companies, and you got to get to know people before you realize what you can do to take them to the next level. That's it. And, and that's what, I mean, we're going to get into that a little bit more in depth as we move along in this show, because you have worked with some of the biggest in the country, in the world, and um, some of the stuff you post up online. I love uh, some of the content, not to mention the pictures and the different things you're doing with everything you're involved with. You give a ton back to everybody, locally and internationally. Yeah, I love giving back. I think it, I think that's what we're on the planet for. And uh, hopefully we'll get to share some good strategies with your peeps here today and uh, and get them all tuned up. Yeah. Pleasure to be with you, man. Yeah, thank you so much. I I did say I was nervous a little bit, but I, I was. You know, I don't know if you noticed, like, in my opening, I used, like, three of the five things you're supposed to use opening a, a, a presentation. And, and I, I use the tools that I, I've been taught. Uh, on a daily basis, and, yeah. and, and it's becoming second nature for me not to have to refer to my little check sheet before I'm writing out an outline, and and that's all just repetition and learning and knowing what works and, and trusting in the process a little bit. 
So thank you very much for being here. Now we're gonna get right into it because a lot of times, if if, if many of I'm sure many of our our uh, viewers know who you are already. I've I've quoted you on shows and they've probably looked you up, but they don't get the behind the scenes, Michelangelo Caruso. And that's what I want to get to. How was growing up? You know, you grew up in the Down River area yeah. and you had a, have a pretty good sized family. So let's talk about that a little bit. How was Trenton growing up? Trenton was great. I have three brothers. Um, we came up, all of us came up through the music system, you know, in school. And, uh, you know, you can imagine four people taking instrument lessons and trying to find time after school in the basement where we could practice solo. I mean, it was just a, it was a scheduling nightmare. Over a period of months, we discovered that we could practice together. So we were doing duets and trios together. And pretty soon it was just a fait accompli that we'd set up a band. And that's, I think, what got the whole thing going. Even now, as I look at a pretty good speaking career, how it happened, it started with the music business. It started with this idea of being comfortable in front of people and, and feeling that I had a value back then as a musician, now as uh, more a purveyor of information, you know, somebody who's sharing ideas or encouragement or motivation, uh, presentation technique or strategy. So I think if you have that stripe early on and you curate it and you cultivate it, you, uh, you can help a lot of people during the course of a lifetime. Now, you, you mentioned your brothers. Where are you in that mix? And was there a huge sibling rivalry? I mean, that's got to get pretty, pretty interesting in the high school years, for sure. Oh, for sure, yeah. I was the, I'm the, I was the oldest. I'm still the oldest. <laughs> we were separated by about 15 months, the, all the brothers. So my mom uh, was a stay-at-home mom back in the day. And um, they, I think my parents did a fantastic job raising us. We all turned out to be good kids, good citizens of the world. Um, but you're right. It was it was a, it was interesting trying to figure it out back then. You know, we were probably middle class, maybe maybe lower middle class kind of a family trying to figure it out in Trenton, Michigan, and and we were just fortunate. We had parents who killed, cared about us, and we had a school system that cared about us, and that was like a launching pad, man. Well, and Trenton is right next to the city I grew up in, which is Riverview. And that's about 20 minutes south of Detroit or so. Yeah. And we're only like 40 minutes from the Ohio border. Yeah. Uh, you know, Trenton is a pretty big sports town. So did y'all play baseball, hockey, football, all that stuff? Or was was music the main thing? I think music was the main thing. Uh, I played a lot of baseball and uh, later on racquetball competitively on the weekends and stuff. And... Uh, I have a competitive stripe, but uh, it was mostly music back in the day. Uh, if you really want to get good at something, I think you have to dedicate the time to it. You know, there's a figure now about 10,000 hours everybody talks about. Malcolm Gladwell made the number famous. He didn't discover the number, but he made it famous in his book, Outliers. And so when you dedicate yourself to something, a craft of some kind, you have a chance of, of at least um, making a dent in the, in the competitive playing field, right? You have to find a way to raise your profile enough to be noticed. And that, for, for us, it was music. The 10,000 hours thing, I've quoted that as well. And I, I have a hard time believing that because I played hockey 
I mean, 20 years, probably more than 10,000 hours. I've played drums, I think more than 10,000 hours. I've skateboarded more than 10,000 hours. And I still don't consider myself an expert. Like, I'm still learning and yeah. growing and, and becoming better, evolving, if you will. Yeah. Um, but it, it's it's a fun number to kick around. And when you, when you lay it out in days, and I don't have that number in front of me, but when you lay it out in days, that's quite a number of years that you have to dedicate to anything you want to do. Yeah, they talk about it as a, a full-time job is 40 hours a week, 40 hours times 50 weeks is 2,000 hours a year, five times years. five, right, is yeah. 10,000 hours. So in theory, if you do something like a full-time job for five years, you are a, an expert. Now, it's the same thing with 10,000 steps. Just because you walk 10,000 steps during a day doesn't mean you're fit. Right, right, because right. the steps on a, in a sprint from the parking lot to the building are not the same steps you take from the couch to the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Exactly. So it's the quality of the steps and it's the quality of the hours. And, and in, in my case now, teaching presentation skills, it's the quality of the communication. Because I can get a lot done in a few minutes if I know what I'm doing. One of the things that I do when I, when I work uh, all over the country, uh, when I come in, to, for example, to keynote and speak to, there might be hundreds or thousands of people in an audience, is I'll interview people before I come to town, and I'll learn a lot about them in just a few minutes on the phone because of the questions that I ask, right? And so um, when you learn a craft, any craft, you, there are shortcuts. So I, I'm with you, Gerald. I think the 10,000 hours is relative but I, I'm all about the quality study. Definitely quality, for sure, for sure. Um, you know, it, it, got, it gets me thinking, you know, the intent, the intent as well is, yeah. is you know, I can sit and hit a snare drum single-handedly for 10,000 hours, and I'm not going to do much with it. But when there's progress and there's excitement and there's enthusiasm and you're fired up and you see that progress, regardless of what it is, mm. if, it's, if it's a musical instrument, if it's writing, if it's writing computer code, whatever it is, progress and, and intent and, and passion, all those things play a role in those 10,000 hours and and it's it again fun number to kick around five years of working a full-time job makes you an expert I'm not an expert at anything but I'm working on it I'm working on it man I'm working on it you know so, one of your sponsors is a baseball uh, oriented and I'm reading a book about Pete Rose and talk about numbers this guy really racked up the numbers when he was playing and Rose was all about that too he said you know repetition is the thing you know uh, and Look at him. He stayed on it. He stayed on it. He stayed on it. He had some problems at the end of his career that that blemished the overall performance. But to stay with something uh, in an age of ADD and ADHD, it has its own merit. Arguably the best hitter in baseball, Charlie Hustle, knew how to play the game. That's, That's for sure. Yep. That is for sure. Um, you brought up uh, you and your brothers playing in a band. Yeah. When did you guys decide to quote unquote take the show on the road because you uh, the Crusoe brothers were a very successful band I remember uh, hearing them throughout as I was coming up hearing yeah. about you guys did it start right out of high school how did that get going for you yeah I think like most bands we started playing we were just glad anybody wanted to hear us so we would play Girl Scout cleanup days and places like that sometimes free uh, sometimes for what they called it in the time an honorarium or a stipend which was, you know, a, a hundred bucks or something. 
are you ever going back to that hairstyle? I'm sorry, our viewers can see this awesome picture. Are you ever going back to that? You know, I still have a good amount of hair, but uh, it almost defies gravity what's going on in that in that graphic. We took that, uh, we had that shot done in uh, Cleveland by a photographer by the name of Kathy Herco. And it's actually a nick of the old Beatles. They called it a shish kebab effect because you could almost skewer our ears, right, and have everybody lined up. The Beatles did one where it was completely linear, but mm -hmm. that's a modified version of that shish kebab effect. And I love the photo because of the expression in all of our eyes. It's not easy to get four people with roughly the same expression. You'll notice that only one of our eyes is showing. Boy, that takes me back. That's cool. That's a great picture. I just had to bring it up. I didn't mean yeah. to cut you off, but I love the picture. When I came across it, and I'm like, man, uh, do I tell them I'm going to show the picture? No, I it's did. good. I, I love I, the surprise. That P.O. box, by the way, is no longer ours. <laughs> <laughs> so for the viewers, don't send fan mail to that. Just do go to michaelangelocruso.com and you can contact them through there. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, uh, and then from those, um, those low-level pay days that we had as a band, we started to get better and better. Then we started doing weddings, fraternity parties, things like this and then club dates, and then we were on the college circuit, and then one thing leads to another. There was a, a production company in town called Brass Ring. I don't know, the, mm -hmm. I don't know if they're still in uh, business or not. But they, at the time, you, know, you couldn't do anything in town without being involved with Brass Ring, and we got to open for some pretty major acts. Gerald, we were with uh, Corey Hart, Rick Springfield, Joan Jett. Somehow we got a gig with Foghat. I'm not sure how that happened. Those and, are all heavy hitters. Oh, for sure. And those were like the resume builders, because if you could say you did that, because everybody played in bars, everybody played in clubs, but if you could say you, you opened for acts like that, that was like a stepping stone to other things. Mm -hmm. And so that was a nice um, aha for us that we had proof of concept, you know, things were actually working. And then we started recording, and that was another uh, big uh, achievement for us, because we realized you could leave, this was back in the day, vinyl or CDs, we were actually before CDs, and you could actually leave a piece of yourself with, and then before the internet for that matter, you could actually leave a piece of yourself with people when you played in Cleveland. And that was an interesting aha for us too. We talk about harnessing the value of yourself, of your, tr of your true value, um, being able to have a recording like this, kind of like what you're doing with podcasts because it's a form of recording. And people can enjoy you in 29 countries, I hear. Yeah. It's it's unreal <laughs> to me. You know, I'm stoked about it, you know, that people are listening. For sure. And the content continues to, to I don't know about get better, but I think the content continues to reach a wider demographic. Yeah. We have a little something for everybody. No matter what you're into, you can find it on the drop-in. Today's show is no different. I mean, uh, having you in the studio, Michael, is is phenomenal to me because, again, uh, you know, what, uh, three, four months ago, we were talking on the phone. And and when I looked you up after we got off the phone, I'm like, this guy's like like crazy. He's all over the world. Like, and I just talked to him on the phone. Like, I still act. I, I'm like a little kid. You know, I mm. still get so excited in the goosebumps because of where I'm at. And, and life has, has been pretty darn good. And this show just continues to bring some of that goodness to the world. And well, I'm stoked Well, you've got good numbers, man. you got good, clean energy. And it's, a, again, a pleasure to be with you. Well, thanks again for being here. We're sitting here with Michelangelo Caruso, and he is the best in the business at teaching presentation skills. Wow. The best in the business. Thank you. And I would argue anybody on the planet that fact, because if... 
you're into sales, if you're into motivating people like myself, if you're into just being a better communicator, he is your guy. He is your guy. MichelangeloCrusoe.com. You can see more about him after this show. Because I want you to stay right here tuned in because there's going to be some tips, some different things you're going to learn in the next 40 minutes that you can get nowhere else but here on the drop-in. So thank you very much for tuning in today. It has already been awesome. We had the raddest 80s band pick you ever saw on the planet. It's awesome. 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 So with the Caruso brothers, what uh, you haven't said, what instrument did you play? Well, I played bass guitar. Yeah. And yeah. why did you guys uh, quit recording? What what was the was there like a big event that happened or did it just fade out? Probably as... a bunch of small events. You know, we did over 2000 shows in North America and we did it hard, man. We, we I always say there are things that you'll do when you're 25 years old that you won't do when you're 35. And two of those things are, we got tired of coming into the kitchen because whenever you go to these events, everybody else was getting dressed up and coming in the front door, but the band always loads into the kitchen. And the other thing is that uh, we were getting up at the crack of noon every day. I was, out of, I, was, I was out of sync with all my friends. I was out of sync with people of my age group. And, um, and we were wondering, you know, was the music business going to hold it for us? You know, when I say it, I mean like the Holy Grail. Was it going to be something that we could raise families and and uh, put kids through school with and and lead a stable lifestyle? And as happens in, in so many bands, people get distracted and you run the race as fast as you can and then you get tired. And uh, I think there is a bit of a time uh, element at play that if you don't get it within a certain period of time, maybe it's time to deviate a little bit. And I tell people today, Gerald, I'm still performing, right? And I'm still touring and I still sign autographs. It's just a different venue now. Back in the day, we had uh, four brothers. We voted on everything we did. We didn't think that one through because if four people's an even number. <laughs> yeah. And we had more ties than you could shake a stick at. But I don't have to vote on anything now. Right. You know, right. I do what I want to do. I own my own company. And it's a much different way to roll. And I enjoy it. And it has more sustenance. And it's something I can do for the duration. Right? You know what they say about the music business? I don't. Sex, drugs, and rock and roll, man. Oh yeah, and that can that can definitely burn the candle at every different That's end a, possible, yeah. and really burn you out. Burn yeah. you out. I mean, I played uh, the band. We 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 moved quick. I played drums in a band called Stalefish, and it was skateboard punk rock, and it was super fun. Um, but my my focus is on inspiring and motivating people. Yeah. And I stepped away from the band. It, it just wasn't. I was passionate about it too. I was fired up. We had two albums we toured we did our thing and it's rad but that did that's not what i saw myself doing moving forward my goal like last year was to reach a hundred thousand people i did that according to all the numbers this year it's a million people and we're getting there we're getting there and being a drummer in a punk rock band wasn't going to get me to that goal so i chose yeah. to take a different route but you know no hard feelings right no regret we try stuff for a while um i know people that that believe that we should go through life in five-year increments. You know, like we're not it. meant to do the same thing our entire lives. So do it for a while, kill it, man, enjoy it, and then move on to the next thing. And it doesn't have to be a completely different thing. It can be a, a thing that, that you couldn't have done if you didn't do the first five years, right? Yeah. This, to me, is a beautiful life. 
That's and, a great philosophy, five-year increments. I like that. I so, could probably look back on my life and see the five-year increments without even having a calculated you know, plan in place. Yeah. Very. So, yeah, do I miss music? Yeah, but I really like what I'm doing now, and I'm doing what I'm doing now because of what I did in the music business. And I think if you can stitch together a, a life of that type of activity— it's a beautiful thing. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And and you lead right into the next point that I wanted to get into, and, and that transition. The transition from being on stage, playing bass in front of thousands of people, to uh, did you have to go right into the workforce and then transition into uh, where you're at today, teaching presentation skills? How did that happen? Well, we did, I think all of us did a few transitory type of jobs, finding ourselves. You know, we did... Like I said, we were almost um, eight years in the music business. And uh, an interesting byproduct of that, because we were all brothers and we all did things together. I mean, we, we, we worked together, we slept together, we were meeting the same people, we were going to the same places. I think our personalities fused a bit, Gerald, and I, and I lost myself in that, in that time. And I think when the band decided to, uh, we, we decided, you know, this wasn't fun anymore, that we had to go find ourselves as individuals. I'm not sure how my brothers would talk about this, but this is the way I describe it. And so it took me a while to figure out, well, what is it, where am I next? What is the next stop for me? You know, that kind of a thing. And that is when I started to think about, well, I'm a, I've always been a people person. I'll do this sales job for a while and see what happens. And the sales job taught me that I needed to be in front of people. And my sales manager at the time, I was in the telecommunication business. I was making 50 outbound calls a day on the telephone to people I would never meet, trying to get them to cut a purchase order, right? And my sales manager did me a huge favor. She recognized that I was a people person. And she said, why don't you see if you can work up a little talk that you can do at these industry trade shows? And we'll send you to the trade shows. And, and then the company will kind of sponsor your talk. Do you send her a Christmas card every year? Because oh, that was probably me, the poke you needed right then and there. What great timing. She did me a huge favor. And then something really interesting happened. So I would do these talks, and then people would come up after the talk and said, can you come speak to our company? Oh, nice. And remember what I told you about people saying, can can you come? Can your band come and play? How much do you charge? And we're like, well, we don't charge anything, but we better make up a number fast. Same thing happened in the speaking business. I don't do talks outside of my own company. I already have a job. But then enough people started to ask, and the possibilities raised, right? Right on. So then this idea, well, I wonder if I can fill a calendar, and I wonder if I can get back in front of people again. And then in 1997, I had a seminal moment in my life that triggered, triggered the change. My father passed away. Oh. And when he did, uh, I thought I, he was my second parent to die. When your first parent dies, everybody, if your parents are alive, listen up. If your first parent dies, it's a, it's a, it's a cut of that mooring rope. You know, the mooring rope is the thing that holds the, the boat safe in the harbor, in the dock. And that, and that, but you have other ro mooring ropes if you have other parents, you know. If you have another parent, some, some of us have three parents, four parents, step-parents. And I had, another, I had a dad still. But when my dad died, he was the second parent to die. And now I have no mooring ropes. And I decided on that, in that period of time, I'm probably going to pass away too. I better do something with my life that I really, really enjoy. And that's when I decided I'm going to get into the professional development business and help people 
improve their lives. Right on. And I leveraged all that training in the music and all that, all those things that we did to get the band booked. I do this, just started doing the same thing to get myself booked, right? So you see the sequence. Yeah, totally. You guys see the sequence? Like that's, that's uh, one of the biggest things I wanted to get to in this show is this right here. Yeah. I, I love, because uh, you can't map it out. You, 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 no. When you're 18, 19, you're on stage, you're doing this. This isn't a plan. No. Like you, and, and I love, love for our audience to hear how you got to where you got to, you know, and this is yeah. it right here. You know, here. Tom Petty passed away recently, and I watched the biopic. And when Petty, Petty's from Gainesville, Florida, and he, he's one of the very few success stories. He had a major blip, by the way, with uh, his recording company. Um, but he had like a straight line to success. They got in a van, they drove to California, and they became famous like overnight almost, according to the biopic. Now he had some other challenges early on and later in his life that ultimately derailed him. We all know we lost him way too early. But talk about a straight line. It's a very rare thing in anybody's life, Gerald. I know people that go to school to go to college and graduate with a very specific degree, and then they find a job or an occupation or a vocation that is totally unrelated to anything they invested all that money in. How crazy is that? Yes, I know several people the same. You know, I ask a friend, and what 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 are you doing? A friend of mine in the drop-in downriver committee. Yeah. He has a master's degree in anthropology. Yeah. He works for a law firm in the Renaissance Center. Well, nothing to do with anthropology. Yeah. It, it's very very more common than you think. Yeah. So the the point is, you know, can you can you redirect? Can you can you get your compass bearing? What does the lady in the GPS says? Uh, proceed to the root. Yeah. You know, can you proceed to the root? when you've lost your way. Right. Right? This is the key to life. And uh, I think that those of us that can figure that out uh, end up being able to lead very, very worthwhile lives and you're able to teach others and provide good living for your family or whatever it is you know you, that your goals are. Yes, definitely. Definitely. And your route up to this point is amazing. Um, uh, you know, I, I think oftentimes fear... And, and, and really being stuck in, uh, even for me, if, if I'm stuck in my ways, having the, the confidence to get out of that, that stuckness, if you will, yeah. and take a, take a chance, take an opportunity and see it, go for it and give it all you got. That is uh, huge in, I mean, maturity wise, yeah. um, it, it's a big step. And, uh, and you took that step and now you, you're speaking all over the world. You're training people all over the world. You're on stage, you're helping people. Um, before I, I get into the Present Like a Pro program, um, I, I actually want to ask you about Rotary because you do a ton as a Rotarian. And for our, our viewers, what is Rotary? If you had to, I know you can sum it up in a couple of minutes because I've heard you do it and you do it better than anybody I've ever seen. So what is Rotary? Rotary is a professional service organization of 1.2 million people. In, uh, in all those countries you mentioned earlier, actually, we have more countries in Rotary than the United Nations. So it's a, like this, I would like to say it's underground, but it's really, it's above ground. It's a legitimate thing. And we have these huge goals, like we're eradicating the world of polio right now. We, it's only the second time a disease has been kicked off the planet. Smallpox was the first. And uh, these are just really caring people. And what I like about Rotary the best is Rotary operates 
above all of the drama, right? We're above politics. We're above creed. We're above sexual orientation. We're above all of the stuff that usually distracts people. And uh, it's a great, great organization. It's my give back. I'm not a particularly religious person. And so Rotary allows me to participate in something that's bigger than myself. And I can feel like I'm giving back to my fellow people. Uh, humans. It's a, it's a remarkable thing for me. It's not for everybody, but I've been a member for over 20 years now. Well, and you do some cool stuff. I mean, I, a couple of weeks ago, you guys were building benches. Yeah. Talk about the benches, because the, the philosophy behind that is brilliant. Yeah. I Thank you. I happen to belong to a club called Troy Rotary. Almost every uh, city has one. If you want to find a Rotary club near you, you just Google up Rotary and then your city and something will come up and go visit them and see if it's a good fit for you. But my club, the Troy Rotary Club, entered into what we call a buddy bench legacy project. And and I didn't know about buddy benches. It turns out it's a thing. If you Google buddy benches, your computer goes into gridlock. It was invented by a kid who discovered that on the playground there was no real safe place for people to go to, you know, for kids, like elementary school kids to I don't know, be alone with their thoughts. It sounds it sounds crazy to talk about kids like this, but kids are human beings, you know. They and they have problems. Kids have problems today, you know. And uh, bullying is a thing. I think it's always been a thing, but we we've named it now and it's official. And the buddy bench is a symbol symbolic place. It's an actual bench that uh, someone at a school can go and sit on and it's a signal it's like this covert, only it's in front, you know, it's in front of everybody, signal that I'm having a bad day. I think that is brilliant. And the kid, the second grader, sits on the bench, and other second graders or maybe third graders see the kid on the bench, and they come over and sit down and say, what's going on? <laughs> and I, I first, I, I heard about this, and I thought, kid, this would never work. But it works like crazy. Yeah. And it's just that visual cue that sets it up for them. So what happens in these moments is the kids have a conversation and, and, the, and important stuff is exchanged on a kid level. Mm-hmm. But even if it just happens for a few minutes, somebody, it's like somebody, it's like a total stranger saying, I care about you. Right. 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 This is huge. And when this happens, there's a moment. And when you know that another person, somebody you didn't think cared about you, cares Oh, my gosh, it can make the difference. It can change the direction of a person's life. Yes, definitely. Definitely. And that's what uh, I'm thinking in my head. I'm like, best friends are made on these benches, and they didn't even know it. You oh, know? for sure. You told me uh, early on the most important people in your life you haven't met yet. Yeah. The buddy benches are doing that at a very young age. Isn't that true? Because so often the friends, our friends, that you know, they know us so well. that They're like, oh, you can solve it, or we don't need to talk about this, or I'm part of the problem so I could never help you with the solution but the stranger is the one that has the gift it's the person that we don't know that is actually the most valuable to us they're the ones that can uplift us if we only gave them that opportunity so Troy Rotary purchased uh, through sponsorship money and there are some great companies in town like Tryon and some of these uh, companies that helped us uh, raise the money we put a buddy bench uh, uh, every public school in Troy how cool. Plus the Boys and Girls Club. So not only are you running around the globe helping people, you're helping people in your own backyard. For sure. Yeah, that's right. 100%. That's what it's about. 
That's super rad. Yeah. Once again, thanks for taking an hour to be here with us on the drop in in the NRM studios because, you know, you do a lot locally, nationally. You're you're running your own show. You're doing your own things, and and I I love that because I'm cut from the DIY cloth. I'm yeah. you do it yourself. Yeah. You know, and and you are living proof that it works. It totally works, and you built quite an empire that uh, I I like to to look at that model and see how it's done and. and and I, I'm stoked to, to call you a friend. And so um, it, it's it's uh, it's fortunate that our, our viewers get to spend an hour inside your head because this isn't what they get if they go to MichaelangeloCaruso.com. Uh, not quite the in-depth, deep dive, if you will, into how uh, you became who you are today yeah. and continue to evolve to where you're going. And I want to talk about the evolution of your Present Like a Pro program because you have a group on Facebook that uh, some of the content on there, it, it's priceless. I, I get a lot of information. I try to interact with it as much as possible because just little tips, little things to think about, stuff like that. But it's also a program that uh, people can enroll in and anywhere in the world people yeah. can, can get into this program and it is it's changed my philosophy on things and how did you decide to uh offer that program how, how did that happen well i enjoyed the the speaking you know the speaking business is a lot like the music business because if you're the keynote speaker somebody's buying you an airplane ticket they're putting you up in a hotel there's a driver to meet you at the airport this is hollywood man and when you get there, you get treated with, you know, everybody loves you. And it's like, it's like, it's like blowing into town and then blowing out again. But I got tired of it quicker than I thought I was going to, because when, when I'm in front of uh, a thousand people in an, in an auditorium and then the, sh the, the show ends, I walk off the stage and I'm in an Uber or a, a limo on the way back to the airport and then I'm in the airport again, waiting to get on the next plane to go to the next thing. It's a shock to the system. I think this is one of the problems people have in the music business is, it, is they can't adjust between being the rock star and being a citizen, you know? And one of the things I discovered by doing some private coaching is that I, that filled me up in a way that this big Hollywood thing did not. Now, the, 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 the keynote fee is great, and the adulation's great, and the reviews are great, and the social media uh, uptick afterward is fabulous. But uh, having that relationship with people and helping people improve their presentation skills was, it was like, it was like eating nutrient-dense food, you know? You know how if you eat really good food, you get filled faster, you get, you know, and it feeds your system you're getting what you want instead of what they call empty calories. And so I started this online program called Present Like a Pro. And you're right, the, the Facebook group, by the way, everybody, is free. You can join it. And you have to be admitted to the group. And there are certain little uh, rules about it. There's no self-promotion. And this is not about teaching. It's about learning, this page. And then uh, on a deeper level, I started this online coaching that, you're right, people can sign up from anywhere. My, one of my first clients was from the United Kingdom. And we would get on cameras like we are today, and I would teach them how to be an elite speaker for whatever goal they had. If they were writing a book and they were going to go on a book tour, maybe they wanted to get into the speaking business and go pro. Maybe they were about to get fired from their sales job if they couldn't become more persuasive. Everybody joins for different reasons. Tons of salespeople in this program, this Present Like a Pro online program. 
But it's a six-week course, and we used the phrase 10,000 hours earlier. I don't get you to log 10,000 hours in that six weeks, but it is immersion training, and you get everything you need to be an elite presenter in that six weeks. You also get lifetime access to my membership site, which has over 100 hours of audio and video. So you're getting the best of both worlds. You're getting this self-directed place where you can get the keys to the kingdom and just kind of study and study and study. But we all know self-study, self-directed programs often fail. And so I shepherd you through with these personal calls, sometimes in small group settings, sometimes it's just me and you. And it has been fabulous. I love it. The, the testimonials have been through the roof. I got another one today from a guy named Dan Stanley in Minnesota. You know Dan. Yeah. And he runs a general contracting company. He's doing some speaking of his own now these days. And his testimonial, which he proffered on LinkedIn, I did a screenshot snippet of it. Man, a million people are going to see that screenshot because they need to know what Dan thought of the, pro of the program. Of course, when I tell you about the program, there's an old saying, if, if I tell you how great I am, it's advertising. But if Dan Stanley tells you how great I am, it's the truth. <laughs> well, and Dan's a rad dude. And the, I think one of the cool things about the Present Like a Pro program yeah. is the personalization. Yeah. And it's not one way across the board. Yeah. What, as why people want to get into the program is taken, you take that into account as you're sort of tailoring the message and it, it's very personal. I think that's huge that uh, a lot of programs aren't like that. Yeah. They're, they're just one, one curriculum for everybody and one size doesn't fit all. No, it doesn't. I think everybody wants to be treated different and I think everybody wants to be treated special. And I'm okay with that because I think everybody is different and everybody is special. And the sooner all of us can get that message, the better place this world will be. Definitely, definitely, yeah. and and you know I I'm, I'll make no bones about it. I'm a Michelangelo Crusoe fan because I I think you um, you and I are, are similar in that we've done uh, several different things at a very high level yeah. and and continue to evolve as people. Uh, you've written a couple of books as well, yeah. and I think uh, we have to talk about the books because they do very well. They're available all over the place, um, and I know that's. I think that's a great picture. I, I love that picture. Uh -huh. it, it's just cool. It's, it's confidence, and I mean, work hacks. That's a everybody can can find something in a book like this that can help them in their life. Yeah. I appreciate that very much, and, and I know you do a lot of reading, so that means a lot to me. I got a message today from a, a dentist downriver, actually, in Detroit, who is in one of the top 2% of the dentist that does what he does. Like, he's, like you can get these uh, accreditations by taking more and more classes. He's in the top 2% of all dentists in the world. His name is Dr. Noel Jackson. Uh, be a good guy for you to get to know, actually. I'd be happy to connect you. But Noel sent me a message today, and this is not the only, it's not the first time he sent me the message. He says, I'm still reading your damn book, is kind of the tone <laughs> of the message. And it's not because it's a hard book to read, but it's because it's a digest of a bunch of legitimate shortcuts that you can take at work to make work easier, more fun, more productive. So there's time management tips. There are strategies for getting along with people. You know, all these little things that get in the way of having a good day. That's what that book's about. 
And uh, we wanted to have a, a cool, hip name, so we called it Hacks. And I got some blowback from some older people right away, and they said, Hacks, you know, it sounds like it's, sounds like it's illegal. I said, no, man, there's hacks for everything. There's hacks on how to open a bag of potato chips and not have it all go stale. You <laughs> right, know? right. So um, I, I'm happy to turn people on to these things because if it can help them be more productive and more efficient, again, we're, we're better for it. And see, I believe in common consciousness. I think that everybody, as as a rising tide raises all ships, there's a ton ton of quotes about it. Yeah. As we help others, and then everybody helps each other. Yeah. It it just works. It works. If you're writing a book, if you're speaking to people, if you're building buddy benches, whatever you're doing, when you're out there, for the good of the community of of humankind, really, everybody helps everybody. If you're podcasting. Yeah, if we're podcasting. <laughs> and I want to thank you all once again for tuning in today. This show with Michelangelo Crusoe, watch it over and over and over again. At the end of the show, we're going to talk about how people can connect with you. If they want to get this book, Work Hacks, right here. If you want to get this book, what's the easiest way for our viewers to, to check it out or to buy one? I think Amazon's a great place to pick it up. Okay, cool. There's more information, of course, at MichaelAngeloCaruso.com, but Amazon's got a great delivery system, and um, I'm happy sending people there. Great service from those folks. And available in an e-format as well and all that kind of stuff? Not at this point. No? It's just a hard hard cover like uh, right now. Um, but um, the other thing is it's an easy read, and it's not expensive. So, uh, you know, uh, pick it up and, and keep it around and, and reference it and share it. It's an interesting thing about this book, too. It's called Perfect Bound Format. So if you open up the book, it spreads. It's called a printer spread, and it's exactly 8.5 by 11. Oh, right on. So um, each topic is a printer spread. And so you can print copies, you can make placements for people at meetings, and now they have that tip, right, from the book. And a lot of authors are funky about you, uh, you know, photocopying pages from the book. I'm like, go for it. Let's, let's, let's teach people how to be better people. That's a very smart design uh, feature there. And yeah, I ask you. about the, the e-format, because people ask me about my first book all the time, e-format, and I'm like, not yet. Yeah. I'm like, it was written, you know, 10 years ago, and I didn't convert it to e-format yet. But it's coming. Yeah. We're working on it. Yeah. Um, but that's so rad. You know, and through Amazon, it's super easy to get. Most people now, you get free shipping and all that kind of stuff. And I have found very recently that when I pick up my favorite books, yeah. depending on what mindset I'm in, where I'm at in my life, I get something different out of it each time. Oh, for sure. And and this is one of those books. You pick up this book and, and you might read it today and get something out of it. And then in a year, pick it up again and get something completely different that you didn't see the first time. And that, that I think, is a sign of a good book. Uh, thank you. And here's another context. You know, if you read it thinking about yourself... You, it, it comes in one side of your brain, but if you read it in a, in it's like say a work environment with the rest of the team, thinking about the team, and now there's all these other personalities that could use this, right? That's another context. You mentioned uh, the great delivery systems at Amazon, which now offers same day delivery. Yeah. The only way that can be better is if Amazon is shipping you stuff before you order it. That would be the best. Oh, it's coming. <laughs> technology is on. Technology is blowing me away right now. So that that might be not that far off. That I was almost gonna think about yeah, that. Yeah. That's already in your hand. Yeah. You know, not even I was gonna think about it. I was almost gonna think about it, and you have it. Amazon is unreal. They do have uh, an amazing delivery system, especially with that next day and all that kind of stuff. So definitely check this out. It is 
uh, worth your time to check it out. Just, you know, it, it's going to help in every facet of your life. It's called Work Hacks, but it's not just for work. Personal life, every facet of your life, you'll be able to gain something out of that. Um, you know, with the Present Like the Pro program present like a pro, excuse me, program, uh, writing books, speaking. How, how do you find time to chill out? I love to chill out. Uh, I've got a beautiful lady in my life, and we just love to travel. We love to watch movies, and we do all the stuff that normal people do. But uh, there's a lot of time management happening during the day and, and some uh, strategic multitasking, right? Uh, I'm a big fan, for example, if, if you're wondering what some of those might be, I'm, I'm a big fan of something called the three-way call, which is the, like the most underused feature on, on the phone. So uh, some of you know how to do this. Maybe if you don't, it's a, it's a good thing for you to pick up. Is you be, I'd be talking to you now, Gerald, and I want to talk to Marianne. So I say, Gerald, uh, you've mentioned Marianne's name a few times now. Let's get her on the phone and solve this right now. What do you think? So even if you've been complaining about Marianne, you got to say yes. So, okay, hang on a second. I put you on hold. I punch up Marianne. Hi, Marianne. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, I've got Gerald on the phone. Is it okay if the three of us talk? Oh, why, sure. Great. Connect. And now I, I've got all everybody on the phone I need to solve the problem. That is amazing, right? And so, um, because otherwise what has to happen is you've mentioned Marianne's name to me three times. When we hang up, I now have a homework assignment. I not only have to call Marianne to straighten that crap out, but I have to call you back to tell you I talked to Marianne. And if Marianne doesn't take my call the first time, what kind of fresh hell am I in? So you, see, so you see how this technique is pretty cool. I'm taking notes over here. I'm taking <laughs> notes because I love, I love to learn and, and to streamline my, my life as well. And, uh, and that is a great, great way to cut to the chase as quick as possible. For sure. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So what's next? I mean, you really uh, you cover the gamut as far as, as ways to reach people. And, you know, I ask you how you chill out. I love... The live videos early on Saturday, because you look pretty chilled out when you do those videos. You know, mm. the content's good, but you look uh, a different, uh, not not the stage present. You know, sometimes yeah. you got the glasses on and you're sitting in the sunshine on the porch. So I, I see that you do take time to relax for yourself, which is huge. Yeah, it's a conversational. These are Facebook lives, sometimes other formats, but. Uh, they're conversational, and, and, and I pose questions sometimes to people because I'm interested in what people think. And, of course, people comment back, and then there's a little bit of dialogue, and, and invariably something comes up, and they, they're interested in a link or something, so I share the link. So, again, just trying to be helpful with folks. It's not it, – oddly, you know, the Saturday morning, it's not usually about presenting like a pro at all. It's, it's about life. You know, maybe we went to a cool place. Maybe – I, I had a, a travel snafu when I went to um, when I traveled recently. We had we got taken at the airport, uh, and I shared it, and people were very interested in it. It was the oldest scam in the book, and I fell for it, and I was so embarrassed. But I wanted people to know about it because if I if an experienced traveler could fall for it, then you could too. Um, this video, by the way, is available on YouTube. I, I just Google up my full name, and I think it's the uh, oldest travel scam as keywords. It'll come up. But the, the point was that that if there's a way that, like, like, why should everybody else have to go through that experience? If I can help prevent it from happening to you, you know, I want to do that. So um, you mentioned what's next. Um, I want to put 100 people through the Present Like a Pro program 
in the next 30 days. When I say put them through it, it's a six-week program. I want to enroll 100 people in the next 30 days. So I set like little goals for myself that have numbers because numbers can't be argued. It's like when people with their health, they say, well, I want to feel better. I don't know what that means. What does feel better mean? But if you say, I want to lose 15 pounds, that's a number. 15 is 15. It's not 12. It's not 18. It's 15. So when I say I want to put 100 people through the program, I want to enroll 100 people in 30 days so we have some marketing programs in place and some special incentives to get that to happen because I want bragging rights that I was able to help 100 people become presenters, become elite speakers. And wow. so I like to do that. I like put numbers and time frames to things. I tell people all the time, I might have shared this with you before, any idiot can aim at the target on the wall, but I like to aim at the bullseye because the bullseye is exactly where you want to be. And that was one of the first things you told me, and I, I, I knew I, had, I was uh, getting into a project with the right guy when you said that. You know, yeah. we don't have to get close. Uh, we're we're going to hit the bullseye. We're going to do it exactly the way you want to do it. That's exactly right. Yep. And um, I, I think there's a real joy to that. I think, I think once people can focus, uh, it's interesting a lot of people don't know what the bullseye is. A lot of times when I start talking to folks that I don't know what I want to do. I just know that I want to be in this arena and I won't work with them if they're not sure. Hmm. If they're not, if I'm not 100% confident I can help them, I don't enroll them. And one thing huge I want to uh, tell you guys, the viewers, is that the time management part of, of what Michael teaches, I think, I personally think is just as important as the presentation skills. I really do because uh, one of the biggest things I've learned is is to learn how to say no. Yeah. And, and that was huge. I have it written like this big on a piece of paper in one of my notebooks multiple times because I was the yes man. I always said yes. It's oh, liberating to be able to say no. No, oh. thank you. No, that's not a good fit for me. That is one of my favorites. Yeah. That's not a good fit for me because you're not being a jerk about it. You're just saying, I don't think we fit together. And you you told me several different examples where you, in the first couple, three minutes, talking to people and even that 10-minute conversation or, or half hour, you cut it to about three minutes because the questions were answered out of the gate and mm. you knew there was nothing you were going to say to change this dude's mind or, or young lady's mind. And why waste both of our times? Yeah, you know? yeah. Because not everything is a fit. And when you know with clarity what you want and what you don't want in life, it's easier to say no. And it's liberating. You don't feel obligated to try every little thing. Mm -hmm. You can waste a lot of time trying stuff. And by the way, I'm, I'm, I love to experiment. I love to try new things. R recreationally. Yeah. Socially, <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, but, we're coming down to the last four minutes of the show. Let's let's start the the our, our our ending here by the easiest way for people to get a hold of you. I know we talked about MichaelangeloCrusoe.com. How do they reach on on uh, Twitter, Instagram, all the social media stuff? Yeah, it's easy to find on uh, on the social these days. Uh, but here's a, here are some pointers that might be useful. If you like to learn through video, and I think this is huge for speakers. I always tell people if you're trying to become a better speaker. Do not read a book about it. Reading a book about speaking is like listening to the radio to learn how to dance. Learn you want to, to watch swim the, by reading about it. There <laughs> you go. So you want to watch the speaker and listen. How else could you get the cadence and the hesitation and the space between the words unless you're watching video of the speaker? So Michelangelo Caruso YouTube channel is for you. 
Um, another good place to get uh, strategies is LinkedIn. Right, all my professional development tips are going to the LinkedIn platform. So let's let's hook up there. Um, but other than that, I'm pretty easy to find on social, and um, and just I really appreciate all of the. Uh, I appreciate your love today, Gerald. You, it means a lot to me. And and by the way, you have a lot of good things about to happen for you. I just feel it, and you have such good energy. And it's my pleasure to know you. Well, thank you very much. Thank you very much. And my goal with this show is to get you the closer to the 100 Present Like a Pro enrollees. And the other thing is the YouTube channel. The YouTube channel has uh, the content that you can watch anytime, any place on the planet, pretty much. Mm. And, and just, uh, it's so simple to get there, MichelangeloCaruso.com, or uh, YouTube channel, and and to be able to view those things. And if there's something, you can rewind it, check it out. I yeah. do those things. I'm fortunate, because I get that that content from the Present Like, the Pro Pro, Pro, uh, Present like a Pro program, and I get to uh, view some of the things that have helped me. And repetition, for me, is the best teacher. Yes. So I, I feel very fortunate to have access to that, because I need to see things over and over and over again so that I don't have to think about them moving forward in my career. Ma'am, I can't thank you enough for being here, Michael. Thank you so much for taking the time today to come into the NRM studios. This place is phenomenal. These guys, I agree. They, they treat me so well here, and it's, it's, it's like a little kid in a candy store. These, uh, I get to have people in here like yourself that inspire and motivate me, and they get to motivate the thousands through our, uh, our little social internet, intranet network across the freaking world and it's such a rad experience so thank you very much you're welcome back here anytime thank you Gerald. good luck to you yeah thank you so that is come on now you don't get this stuff anywhere and you don't get it on other shows about skateboarding or this that or the other thing the drop-in is skate music and culture and that is such a broad spectrum today having michelangelo crusoe on the show with presentation skills experts links this that the other thing make sure to check it out make sure to follow him on youtube and just enjoy life you know this show is to inspire you to get off your damn couch and if you're not inspired now i don't know check for a pulse something something but thank you so much share this everywhere and i will be back next week with more of the drop-in i am gerald valley <laughs>